Hey, universe. I'm so all over the place right now. It's, um, it's, it's, it's rare that when I say that, I'm not thumbing the dike. Wow. I think that's the first time I've ever used those three words simultaneously. Well, in succession, to be accurate. Um, and I certainly didn't mean the other version of that. Isn't there a story about a kid who puts his thumb in the dike? Is that a... Is that a I bet that's a, a obvious joke I've missed my entire life until right now. But, whatever. I certainly don't mean any disregard toward those of any sexual predilection of their choosing. Adults do whatever you want. Don't hurt kids and give adults the right to be themselves. Having no idea where we are, let's go back to where we should be. Which is in that so many active irons in the fire that you can barely keep track of everything without fear of escalating to a full-blown catastrophe. It's rare that all those irons are there because you keep getting some level of and another thing moments that feel they have to be pursued. Once I pursue this one, how many will it uncork? Six more. Oh, that's too many. I don't have nearly enough energy to even remember three of those six. That's what it's like. Overfilled with too much energy of important nature to focus on something and give it its due course of proper respect. So, having pulled out of the conversation what I consider actually mm, its most important moment is the <clears throat> belief of myself as a blessed free-thinking being of graceful emergence. And it's funny because I said within a human form or body, but the grace of God I was allowed to disregard here. And I think that's important. So I'm going to uh, note that. Because that self-image, that caricature of which I never was um, properly aligned, that doesn't describe me. It describes who I thought I was because I was told that's who I was both in that moment and emerging in real time as in my future. What I always was, was kind. I was always understanding. I was always forgiving. And I'm a listener for the most part. Unless I'm talking to myself for a year. Then I'm somewhat of a listening talker. And I, <clears throat> I, in checking that I'm directly sourced there, I don't feel alone ever because I feel if... I find myself wandering somewhere the universe helps me realize I'm off course. So I get to experience everything I do in exactly the order and and devotion of my godlike power of changing my environment. How much of that I put where and 
to what extent and in what capacity? 100% mine. If I'm fucking that up, yeah, I might get a signal or two to tell me that might not be the pursuing direction you want most to chase. Oh, good to know you're there. I, uh, I didn't know somebody was watching my back. That kicks ass. And that's all I am. It's all I'll ever be. It's all I should have been. It's all I was ever put here to do. Be that kind, understanding, and forgiving listener. So, what's the problem with that blessed, free-thinking being of graceful emergence that I thought I was? Well, mostly that that's all horseshit. And that it immediately created a feeling of better than you. Say what you will, any way you want to. That's how it breaks down. So, knowing I was never better than anybody, I kept asking myself, okay, I think that, but do I really believe it? I think that was a piece of dog kibble my dog just ate, but do I really believe it? Hmm. If, um, if you're going to take the route I took, well, you will have your world shattered. My world, <laughs> I suppose, was shattered for 30-something years. But it was shattered because I wouldn't pay attention to the universe signaling me that my soul hurt. I didn't know I had a soul. Silly soul. Silly concept. I was programmed better than that. Souls don't exist. Prove it to me. Okay, we'll shift you and Mandela you and all that stuff, right? Well, okay. You've at least made me think maybe I don't know at all. So what is it that I might not know? Okay. That is a general breakdown of what I need to figure out. How'd you wipe me so clean and program me so thoroughly? How did you eventually fail to continue that programming into infinity? And what does it mean now? So, how did, how did they build that little model citizen of theirs? Did they do anything nefarious in this? Creating a blessed free-thinking being of graceful emergence within a human body? Is that so wrong? I don't know. Probably not. But it was for me. And again, if you're listening to this, it's because you accidentally downloaded it and it's a friend's phone you borrowed and you hit play on a button that you thought was something else and now you're <coughs> listening to this. So, your intention, I'm sure, is accidental. But, if you look around the world as you arrive here, well, the first thing you're told is you're born into a world that's built on clear intention. And, and you see intention built in others' activities. This isn't a brainwashing, <laughs> let's see if we can get them to fall for this. 
No, no, no. This isn't the moon landing. This is other shit. This is how you are... How you start to understand the organizational structure that exists in the universe you're born into. And you do see that there is, in almost every other case, people's good intention. Everyone seems to be trying to do the right thing and with as much energy as they have at that moment to give. There's not a huge question mark hanging over this. But you, you, the world like this exists. It has to. You can't brainwash me without having a structure in place in which to place me to be brainwashed. And in that structure, I am reinforced by others' actions and all the messaging I see that it is with our intention to do what we shall do that we act in this universe and make a difference. And uh, there's the undercurrent that comes with that that is because this is how we do it if you want in well pay attention during training because the winningest teams recruit from those who show the potential to win that's not necessarily stated but believe me in America that's how it is so you start to see teams forming right or cliques whatever groups hierarchy starts there is structural hierarchy built in well okay I mean why not what do you want you want structural anarchy built in and I'll take a meritocracy or this hierarchy built on actual demonstrated potential and achievement I mean hmm I'm exceptional and let me prove it says the kid who's told he's exceptional for reasons of no real substance other than being an answer generator of premium quality this guy gets our answers right and he gets them right quickly watch we'll teach him some new stuff about how we want him to answer he'll not only embrace it he'll believe he he thinks it okay so you, you know that's just again and this stuff I don't I don't like I don't like uh, meta structure conversations but I don't like ignoring them so you have to at least <laughs> you have to be able to as much as possible because it's impossible to do it correctly or at a hundred percent level of accuracy but step outside your framework and analyze your framework you have to because you're being uh, you being a process of the framework is an obvious given, but it's not something that should be overlooked. <clears throat> Alright, and then when I am told that I better nut up during training, well, there's the easy ones. Like pledging my allegiance to this Mapline National Organization of Colors in a Rectangular Pattern that I have allegiance to every day at 9.05 a.m. Well, Monday through Friday. Except national holidays, of which we have very few here in America because we work a lot. Um, and it's not just allegiance to flags. Like, allegiance becomes a thing. you got to find your BFF, right? And your second grade BFF and your fifth grade BFF are totally different BFFs. Yep. That starts up. Blood Brothers. 
<sighs> and once that sorting out begins, well, we're told it's meritocracy, right? I mean, isn't that why all the prettiest girls all hang out together? Because that's meritocracy or something? And I, I don't know if that's true. That's just me being a little bit Molly Ringwaldish, but um, <clears throat> there's no doubt alignments are occurring. From the time we're young, young, preschoolish, if not earlier, we're aligning ourselves inside of the alignments that exist and faking the alignments that look like we want to be in them but know we don't belong and trying to hide the ones that we know are a big part of who we really are but we don't want anybody to know. So this is where the beginning of not being your real self is impossible to deny. But it's merit, right? So maybe I'm just a failure. Maybe I just suck. Maybe all these other people are better people. They look like it. Why am I so weak? Why can't I be more meritorious? Wherever it is that you're unsteady, you feel like it's your fault. I mean, think about how sick that is, right? Okay, there are no stupid questions, just unnecessary ones. So even if you find this whole thing questionable, well, what do you mean questionable? What are you even questioning? You're like one of the two, three, five smartest people in the school. Top 15. Okay, top 30. How big is the school? There's like 40 of us, right? If, if your questions aren't, how is it that 6 times 7 is 42? But your questions are, okay, but why me? Why not them? Why Why did God make it this way? And you still haven't sorted that out as they break you down for snack time in kindergarten. And every year those questions just keep getting bigger. And you keep getting told that you're just being absurd. And winners don't ask why they win. They just thank God that they're on the winning team. So they keep lauding you, right? Telling you how stellar you are. At showing what great potential you will have for the system to realize its highest ranking members' success and order as deemed gratitude from the system itself. Hey, buddy, you know what? You'd probably be a pretty good doctor. I think you could handle the challenge, seem to have the right skill set, and our society likes to say things about doctors like, ah, your dick's bigger than I think I should tell you, but it's fucking big. So you think, who's going to tell me I got the biggest dick? That's where I'm going to go get a career because you've started to analyze the world in the most skewed and upset paradigm possible. The one in which you are exceptional, you deserve more than everybody else, and goddammit, go out there and grab it. And you think you're harmonically 
destined for what some deserved reward of everybody else's effort <laughs> the worst of it is that's what you turned me into I believed it and I was wrong <clears throat> as usual I was wrong about all of it and the most seductive element that blankets you before you ever realize it's got you is that American exceptionalism meme of destiny. The disconnect internally, the, the sense of harmonic hmm, dissociation you have with everything you're being told, you start to believe is your problem to overcome. Most of the other meatheads around you, these flesh suit wearing D-bags who keep getting told they're good too, not the ones who get told they're not good. Those kids seem to have their shit together. But the rest of us, those of us they seem to groom for Starfleet Academy, well the other knuckleheads don't seem to question it like I do. Or at least the ones who do, well they found drugs before I did. and whatever other way they chanced to numb the pain. It was, it was my problem to overcome. I didn't fit in because I made myself not fit in, right? I don't vibe with this talk of being better than everyone because, well, because I know I'm not. I don't even feel like I'm top 50%. I mean, I don't feel that bad about myself, but I don't think there's this sense of me deserving anything more than anybody else. When you start having your first real crisis of existence, and that crossroad of existential dread is something that never goes away again, once you admit that something's wrong, not with you, but with society. Well, <clears throat> for me, alcohol was a big counterbalance to that. I mean, if society's just one pigsty full of <laughs> self-aggrandizement, then who gives a shit if I slop my way home drunk as a skunk, full of self-loathing and not giving a shittedness about any of it. You start to think, I care about nothing. And it wasn't like this shift was welcomed. I was, I was ready to be that free-thinking, blessed being of emerging in grace. As I was told, those rules existed and how to abide. I was all in. 
I even overlooked Kennedy. And though I may have turned a momentary eye to that Oklahoma incident you blew, no pun intended, oh, that was awful. I still forgave that as a moment of some other cause. And then you did 9-11. And I'm not saying I was aware of any of that stuff until well past 2008, 2007, 2009. It took me to catch on. But once that once Building 7 fell for me, well, you you lost all credibility. At that point, like a parent who can no longer deny that that is in fact heroin in that glasses case with the hypodermic needle next to it. Well, how big's the delusion? How much bullshit have I believed because I wanted to believe it? Truth is, it doesn't hurt. It doesn't stall initiatives. It doesn't get in the way. Truth is. And while we can get obsessed with how we've been, what we've done, and how it all went down, the only real truth left is how we going to be. How are we going to be from right now forward? If that's not the truth you're living with, well, I actually think you're living with the wrong truth. What do you mean? Uh-uh. Want to go walk around that lakeside or what? I don't know how much money we have. It's like ten bucks to get in there, just to walk around. Oh, it is? Or it's at least five. Mm. Uh, I mean, that's a good idea. I'm not opposed. I think we need to check our finances versus our reserves on terms of output versus input and assess accordingly. But we could just walk over there because it's ten blocks away, and if we get bored, we can leave. And if it's too much money, we can abandon. We could just call it an adventure of unknown next steps. Seems like something I'm on lately. Or I could stop talking and let you talk, but that wouldn't really be like me, would it, Lily? Touche. <clears throat> See that tear on my cheek? No, you're okay. Yeah, it's, it's not even a tear of, of fatigue or sadness. It's odd lately how many moments of self-worth... Uh, I've experienced that have led me to almost emotional um, bliss that leads to an outpouring of I'm connected to the universe joyful tears of which this is one so the joy is contained because I'm not bursting with tears but not so contained that I don't show you one and it's from listening to the weekend's 
culmination of recordings all stitched together that I'm about to put live. So, uh, these moments of pride are new to me. And I'm wondering if they would be new to you too. Have you ever made yourself cry in joyful tears of self-worth? Or is that just like a three-day thing for you? Thinking about how silly it was to be a smoker. While you were smoking, I'm sorry, vaping. Is that oh, is that the distinction you're drawing? Glad to be vaping, not smoking. No, I mean, I mean, it's just silly to have to pacify or need something for your mouth or something like. But you don't need something for your mouth. I, I mean, well, unless you're speaking to your oral fixation, where you're constantly putting shit in your mouth. Or are we talking about something else? I thought that we had ordered and, like, enunciated a secret messaging system through. Through our oral? Breath. And then that fell through, so. Isn't that what language is? smoke was just like, but there had been a lot of people that had died or something from cancer or something, and sometimes you felt like you could hear them people. So you believe in cancer and the connection to smoking? Well, sometimes you you buy into that conspiracy? Well, sorry, <laughs> they said that probably they had died or something. That was a joke, Will. That was a joke. Oh, no, it's just so silly. What if, what if that, what if cancer and carcinogens in tobacco is all just one big lie from the sugar manufacturing industry to get people pissed off at their cigarette box and eating more candy bars? Would you be that surprised anymore? I mean, what a shitty world to live in, right? Anyway, but... At least in this world, there are still tears of self-satisfaction, joyful tears of self-satisfaction waiting to be had. Can't be all that bad, right? Huh? That's pretty damn bad. <laughs> oh, that's pretty well said.